0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner is Charlie Daggs, okay? He was a middle manager at a manufacturing company. He wants to break free, and he won the $100 I give out every Monday. For your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Top Tribe, you know I don't have a lot of time to waste. That's why I use FreshBooks to send out invoices and make sure I'm collecting my money. To get your free month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Nathan Lackey here, this is episode 602, and coming up tomorrow morning, we hear from the CEO of Velasca, who's 29 years old with one kid, his name's Enrico Casati, they've sold 20,000 Italian shoes to over 15,000 men, and they're growing so fast, they did 1.6 million in 2016 revenue, and they've raised over $750,000 to date. Good morning, everybody. Nathan Latka here. Our guest this morning is Gary Fowler. He's the co-founder and CEO of Findo. Findo is a smart search across multiple platforms for email, files, and folders. Gary has over 23 years of a startup experience. He's an award-winning CEO, a senior executive, and speaker with over seven technology startups and a successful IPO with the company CKSW. Gary is known as the go-to startup CEO that gets stuff done. Gary, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. Good. Okay. Thanks for joining us. So tell us what FINDO does and what's your revenue model. How do you generate uh, money?
1: So FINDO, the, the challenge that we all have today is that we have a tremendous amount of information that's within our own, own personal cloud, Nathan. And that, that amount of information, if you look at it, the average person has about 300,000 items. Well, the internet, the t- number of websites in 1996 was only 257,000. And that number is doubling every year. So think about all the, all the email addresses and all the information in your email addresses, your Dropbox, your Box, your Google Drive, your OneDrive, your drive on your um, laptop. All this information in these disparate places, what we allow it to do is to be able to search from one place using natural language. We're an AI tool. So in it's learning all the time. So those hundreds and hundreds of emails that you get every day to be able to search through them and product, provide insights.
0: So Mike, Mike, and then real quick, before I ask this question, how do you generate revenue?
1: So we we have a subscription model. So, um, the subscription model is a monthly basis. We've got an advanced, at uh, four ninety nine per month, and we've got the ultimate at nine ninety nine per month. So what that means is that you can search as far back with as many accounts that you want with the uh, ultimate
0: and the advanced is a uh, six months worth of history. Okay, so this <laughs> is a SaaS platform. Yes. Okay, and so we don't have to get into every specific plan. Just give me an average. What's the average customer paying you per month?
1: The average customer pays us per month is uh, nine ninety nine. Most of them are going for the advanced model.
0: Okay. Got it. Okay, great. And then let's go back here and get some history. Uh, when did you launch the business?
1: So the business was spun out of my part. My partner is one of the top AI serial entrepreneurs, Who? David Yang. Okay. And, uh, he's done nine startups. He, uh, we spun out of a, his company, uh, Abby and, um, created a, a us corporation, I became the co-founder and CEO of uh, the U.S. corporation with him. And I've known him for four years.
0: We're friends. And and how did that spin out happen? Like had the had the parent company like raised capital? Did it need board approval? Why would you make the decision to spin it out?
1: Well, we spun it out because the uh, Abbey's core business is working primarily with uh, scanner manufacturers. And this we understood that this is way, be, way beyond that because it's such a pain point. That each one of us has, you know, we know that file exists, but we can't find it. Why? We don't know where it's located or we've forgotten a keyword. And so it's really not, uh, it wasn't Abby's core business. So we
0: spun it out, we bought the IP and, and now it's ours. What, what you bought the IP from Abby? Yes. You and your, your, uh, your co-founder, who's also the CEO of Abby? My co-founder is the founder of Abby.: The founder: How did you manage conflict of interest there? Like How did you come up with the right price to buy the IP. when he was also the CEO of Abby? How did we
1: come up with the right price because we had it uh, independently evaluated?
0: Oh, got it. OK, so and for people listening right now that are thinking about spinning out their own company and they want to figure out how to do this independent evaluation, how do you go find someone to do that? What's the search term? What's it called?
1: So what's uh, going out to find in, independent evaluators? What's it called? Yeah. I like, mean, how'd you find the person it, to do that? So you look at people that can actually go out and evaluate companies. So there, there are companies out there that allow you to uh, do that. And, and that's their uh, job. Their job is to be able to look at a company and figure out, you know, what, what is the value of that and uh, how much it's worth.
0: And what did you, so what did you end up buying this kind of out of the main company for? Was it, you know, millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands or less? It, um, it, um, was hundreds of, uh, thousands of dollars. And folks would wonder when they hear that, well, where did Gary and, and his partner, where did you guys get this capital? Was it just your own personal savings or what?
1: No. So we had had the, um, we had a investment by the uh, parent company. And, um, so we took as uh, some of the proceeds of that. We used that as uh, as
0: some of the, that was one, a part of our, uh, seed one round. Oh, I see. Okay. And how much total capital have you raised to date? $7 million. Okay. Got it. That's helpful. And so they led your seed round. So I guess what, I assume you're up to series A.
1: Well, we're right now we're, we're a series C2. We had two rounds. Our, our C2 round, uh, was with, uh, a group called Flint Capital. And we also, uh, as part of our C2, we had, um, the, uh, uh, competitor of Adobe, Foxit actually was one of the major contributors to the uh, uh, part of our C2. So um, every uh, PDF reader that Foxit, which is the um, competitor of Adobe, mm-hmm. has, will be including a finder within it. So that could be up to six and a half million a month.
0: And Gary, what is, sorry, six and a half million uh, a month of what? Million, uh-huh. million copies of uh, their PDF reader. Oh, I see. Could uh-huh. have. And you said your seed two. Why do people say seed seed one, seed two instead of just going and saying this is Series A, Series B, Series C?
1: Uh, because we, you know, from our standpoint, we really looked at it as a as a seed round.
0: So, and, and, yeah, but and I only understand what that means. So, someone listening right now, they're going, "Hey, should I raise a seed A, seed B, seed C, or should I go raise a Series A?" How did you like? Tell me why you said it's a, a seed two.
1: Because we just we broke it up into increments, and we didn't need. You know, for this round where we're looking at uh, ten to twenty million dollars, what we were doing is we were looking for um, an investment. And the first part of it, the first part of the investment, the first three million dollars, we understood that that was uh, you know looked more like a seed round. And the second part of it, we we just didn't want that much money. So we we're caught. We were you know between a Series A and between a seed. So we decided to. Um, uh, call it the seed round, which from my standpoint was, uh, the best thing for us to do.
0: So are these all, are, are these all, all debt rounds, convertible safes, kisses, et cetera, or have you had an equity price round? We've had uh
1: equity price.
0: Trend. Okay. Was that the 4 million after the three was the 4 million price? Is that how it worked? Yes, okay, got it. Okay, great. let's okay, let's go back here and, and capture more of the story because you've had some you've had a lot of success even before findo. What was the year that you officially spun out and launched uh, launched the company? The, uh, last year? Okay, so early, early I, 2016? Uh, April. Okay, a- okay, April 2016. And what were you doing before that?
1: So what was I doing? I started the uh, most successful accelerator in, uh, in Russia. And we had done uh, over 185 companies over a
0: three-year period of time. Which uh, accelerator was that? GBA Launch Gurus. GBA what? Launch Gurus. Gurus. And how do you, you say most successful in Europe, quantify that for me. How, how do you measure that?
1: Well, so we had over uh, 60% of our companies had raised money, which is really unheard of. You know, one out of, uh, one out of uh, uh, 10 are generally successful and have raised some money and we we counted success as being able to, uh, they were still uh, functioning, right? They were still in business. Mm-hmm.
0: What did the, uh, uh, how did you guys fund the GVA in general? Did you guys go and raise from a bunch of LPs or was it kind of state backed or what? No, we had some, uh, we raised some seed money. Okay. What was, what, what was the size of the fund that you were investing out of? Uh, we raised a million dollars. Okay. okay so this is you were doing a kind of micro you know ten twenty thousand dollar kind of seed almost like 500 startups model is that accurate
1: no we we raised so the million dollars were the investment into a GBA launch gurus uh, the fund we created is a, a ten million dollar fund to do investments into the the company so there's two parts one is we raised a million okay. the other part is we had uh, a ten million dollar uh, uh, fund created oh,
0: you raised a million to get the, 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 the thing, the global venture lines going at all. And then you raised a $10 million fund, which GVA was responsible for investing in, in seed companies.
1: Yeah. GBA launch
0: crews Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. Very, very good. Um, have any of those companies exited?
1: Um, they haven't uh, yet.
0: And um,
1: they haven't yet, but st- some of them are uh, becoming, uh, a, you know, pretty mature. So there's uh, several of them that, that could happen too, but right. they're, you know, we only did it, it. There's some of the companies are still,
0: uh, uh, they're growing, but they need some time. What, um, okay. So why'd you leave that to, to join and launch uh, Findo or Findo?
1: Because we, you know, from my standpoint, I was at that time, I had been over in uh, Moscow and Russia and, um, you know, had done most of my work for my career in Silicon Valley and I decided that uh, Silicon Valley was the best place that, uh, for me. There was a lot of things happening here and things were slowing down with the current uh, economic situation in Russia. And so it made a whole lot of sense to uh, um, have my managers over there uh, run the company. And I decided to come over here.
0: And so fast forward again, specifically now to, to Findo, what's your team size to date? 26. Okay. All based, all based there in San Fran?
1: We have people here. We've got uh, folks located in uh, Russia. We've got some other uh, folks located in um, other places in Eastern Europe.
0: And and why did you choose to have folks in Eastern Europe? Was there just a, a kind of a, a leverage there in terms of kind of uh, salaries and things, or what?
1: Well, because well, I mean, the salaries are one thing, but the other thing, Nathan, the there's some uh, in terms of artificial intelligence. And my partner's got his PhD in AI. I mean, one of the things is you need to find the kind of talent. One is where is it located? Two is how much does it cost? And, um, you know, we have within Abbey, we uh, David has uh, 700 engineers. So obviously he has a you know, handle on that market. So we look for skill sets. We look for um, a pricing model and we look for people to get stuff done.
0: Makes good sense. And then, from a business perspective, how many uh, how many customers do you have? Are you working with up to date January twenty seventeen?
1: How many customers do we have? Well, yep. So, in terms of so we just came out of beta in October timeframe, and right now, in terms of registered users, we've got uh,
0: over eighty thousand. Okay, and how many of those are paying?
1: We've got uh, the, so in terms of the uh, paying, it's a, a small percent um, seven eight hundred right now. Okay. Um, in, in that range, that's so pretty
0: I mean, that, Gary, that's, I know you're just starting. So you're cautious to share this cause you might sense they feel low, but one, everyone has to start somewhere. And two, 700 out of 80,000 registered users is almost a 10% conversion rate, which is fairly high.
1: Well, not 10%, that's
0: so 1%. Sorry, you had seven, you said you had 7,000 registered users. No, I said we have, uh, uh, almost 80,000. Oh, of- oh, oh, got it. Okay. So you've got one, okay.
1: 1%. Yeah.
0: Got it. And then can I do
1: math I was going to say, wow, that's <laughs>
0: that's great. But I think the math is up. No, 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 no. no. I, I thought you said 7,000 registered. Yeah, so 1%. It's, it's, it's almost 80,000. Yep. Okay. A- about 80,000. And then can I do the math? Can I take 700 customers times an average ARPU of about 10 bucks to assume you're doing somewhere around 7 grand in MRR currently?
1: It's, you know, it's something like that. We're, you know, our situation, again, we just came out of beta and we're moving into um, as of this week. We're moving into the model. We're using a channel strategy with uh, Findo. Uh So um, we're working with partners. So Foxit will be distributing as of this week in Australia. So uh, our numbers have been low so far, but I expect those numbers to increase dramatically.
0: What's uh, of the 700 customers Has anyone left you yet? What, What do you think gross kind of monthly customer return will be?
1: Um, you know, it's, it's too early to say, right. Because the situation is that once people try it, they stay.
0: Has anyone left you that moved to a paying account?
1: Yeah, of course they leave. Yeah. So that's
0: that's the question, right? So is it like 1% of the 700, 10%,
1: 5%? Um, it's anywhere between, um, you know, five and 10, but then this thing that's really interesting is that people come back, right? That's another thing. It's called, um, and I've never seen that phenomenon before where actually people have left and then they decide to come back onto the service.
0: Well, sometimes, yeah. I mean, like Constant Contact actually saw that a lot before they just exited to EIG. And one of the things they saw is people would come to an email marketing campaign with them during Black Friday, cancel their their subscription you know, account, then go sign up again. It was very seasonal and it was actually very difficult for them to build a scaling kind of SaaS business because of that. Do you worry about that?
1: Well, I mean, look at this thing, Nathan. Look at them. So each one of us has three hundred thousand items in our cloud, and within the next five years, we each have ten thousand. Taking the Internet of Things, all these. Uh, I like think
0: average consumer will have this these many things in the cloud. Average, 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 average consumer. Right. I've got over
1: two million, and I suspect you have uh, probably close to the same number. Yeah, I have a lot. And so the situation is, you know, and and think about the pain you have. Twelve percent of the population. Uh, at one point in time takes every 24 hours, 12% of the population has a problem. It takes more than 15 minutes to find something. Why? Because you don't know the keywords and you don't know where it is. Is it yep. a Dropbox? Is it an email? It's hard to find. We And the thing is that we do is, imagine being able to search by description, but imagine able also to be able to search pictures. Imagine to be able to provide a predictive insights what that means is that, so you know that this, per- the system knows that this person is very important to you. And so through a bot in Facebook, Telegram, Skype, Slack, it actually brings it up and says, you might want to take a look at this. Here's one. It puts a little you know, fire alongside it. That's important for you.
0: Yep. No, Hey, Gary, it makes sense. We're running short on time here. So I'm going to just fire a few more before things sure. at you. Have you paid any, have you spent any money on paid acquisition yet? Any paid marketing?
1: Sure, we had. We're we're really uh, winding that down.
0: We used it to uh, build our uh, set. How much class- did you? How much did you spend to get to eighty thousand registered users?
1: Um, no, I don't want to give you the exact
0: numbers in the situation, but we spent a bit to get to the uh, uh, more than five hundred grand or less. Less. Okay, a less. Lot. Okay, less than a hundred grand. Um, I won't ask another. I promise.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's a little over a um, hundred thousand dollars. So it actually wasn't that much. Yeah, that's not bad.
0: Okay, Top Tribe, as many of you know, I sold Hayo, and everyone is always asking me what my expenses were when I was building Hayo. Well, a big expense was that I spent over three grand per month on financial services to keep me out of trouble in terms of taxes. You know, my mom would always harbor me, Nathan, you gotta keep all your receipts and put them in a freaking box or something to make sure you don't get an audit or things like this. I'm like, mom, I'm a millennial. You think I'm gonna keep all these receipts? I now use FreshBooks. I use their mobile app to take a picture of receipts and it makes taxes a cinch. Additionally, I don't have to hire a $3,000 per month person to manage all my finances. It's like saving so much money and my mom's happy. Additionally, I don't waste a bunch of time creating invoices. I use their templates and I can avoid using Word templates or Excel files. I just use FreshBooks to quickly send out invoices and it works like a charm. To get your free first month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Okay, good. Hey, let's wrap up here with the famous five, Gary. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Ah, my favorite
1: business book is... uh uh, think rich, grow rich. Uh, Napoleon Hill, long
0: time ago, I read it. Think and grow rich. Mm-hmm. Number two, is there a CEO that you are following or studying right now? Elon Musk. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like acuity scheduling and besides your own,
1: um, you know, find out, I gotta tell you, I mean, I know besides I'm, your I'm, own,
0: what's one that you use to run the business to grow it, project management, anything.
1: Um, so we use, uh,
0: intercom okay. and okay. be able to keep statistics for, um, our users. Number four. Yes or no. Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Never. <laughs> and what's your situation? Married single? Do you have kids? I'm married. You are married? Yeah. And how many kids? I have two, two little ones. All right. And, uh, and how old are you? Uh, so I am 59. All right, Gary, last question. Take us back 39 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew?
1: You know, I got to tell you, too, I had my first startup at 21. So what about looking now, I would say, look back. Um, I would have spent a bit more time um, uh, trying to get uh, uh, deep, more deeply involved with Apple, actually.
0: There you but go. There yeah. you go. He wishes he spent more time getting involved with Apple. From Gary Fowler, moved from Russia and GVA over to start his own company with his partner called Findo. They're now at over eighty thousand registered users, about seven hundred customers, paying on average ten bucks per month, doing about seven k in MRR. Gross turned somewhere around five percent. Still early. They spent about a hundred grand to get eighty thousand registered users. Again, that's an estimate. They've got their team of uh, twenty six people between San Francisco, Russia, and other Eastern European countries, again, helping you search all of your files, be it on your devices, on your cloud, your computer, or anywhere else. They've got 7 million bucks to put towards that cause. Gary, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed Gary today, go back and listen to Shashank yesterday. The CEO of Tap Chief has passed 75,000 minutes of experts teaching students how to, uh, all kinds of things, uh, anything they want. Over $150,000 raised today with their team of 10. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today.